What's going on, guys? Welcome to the Awesome Bros Podcast. Today, we are honored to have an exceptional person on, a businesswoman, someone that's just killing it and crushing it right now. Um, please welcome Ritu. Ritu, if you want everyone. to introduce yourself. Hi, everyone. My name is Ritu. I'm 21 years old from Montreal, Canada. Um, I create content on financial literacy, and I also have a business, so I do provide a lot of tips here and there. And my goal is just to continue producing more valuable content for my audience. That's that's so awesome. We're we're so glad to have you on. Uh, you know, we've been seeing your stuff all over the place, and it's just it's so encouraging for us because we're we're all about this space. And to see other people giving like giving this advice out, it, it means a lot. So, a question I have for you is like, what made you get started in um in in this kind of space like personal finance and and business like? Where did that begin? Yeah, so I've always been interested in making my own money. Um, I just loved working more than going to school. Um, school was just never something that really interests me. I don't know what it was, but reading books and all that was just not my thing. Mm -hmm. And I never really did good in school because I was just not interested in it. So basically, I started working at the age of 14. Um, nothing special, just, you know, retail jobs, cashiers, this and that. Um, and then I wanted to maximize my paychecks. I was like, I'm making like $9 an hour. That's not going to get me what I want. And I was like 14 when I was thinking like that. And eventually I started discovering um, books related to like money, like Rich Dad, Poor Dad and all that. But because I didn't like to read, I actually didn't read it up until I was like 18. So <laughs> I wish I read it before, but you know, better later than never. Right. Um, so basically, I then ended up getting a job at the bank. I was 17 when I applied. Um, and by the time I started, I was 18. And I basically discovered that a lot of people, they were investing their money, whether it be stocks or bonds. Um, some people just had it in a TFSA and it didn't really do anything. So I, a TFSA is also a tax-free savings account here. That's what we have in Canada. Um, and then, you know, one thing led to another. I discovered stocks first. I started investing my money into it. I eventually looked into bonds, felt like it was a little bit too boring for me, but you know, it's the, it's the process of learning one thing, you know, let's another. And then, yeah. And then I discovered index funds and then I just continued educating myself on these topics even more. That's awesome. So you got started when you were like super young. So is there something that like sparked in you that was like this is this is something that I need to do or did you just like fall in love with it as soon as you found it I just always loved money like I just loved what money can buy the freedom um you know we come from a middle class family and we all work super hard for money yeah. and I would just see my parents work day and night and I was like all that for just that like yeah. that's it. like that's what life is and you know it just didn't interest me and I wanted to um be able to do more with my life because if you're always working then what's the point of life i mean you're not enjoying That's so true you're not traveling you're not enjoying you can't give back so it's just you have all this money if you're working but then you don't have time so yeah. there's no like finish line or there's no kind of there's nothing to be excited for if you're constantly working you get home at 8 p.m and the day is gone it's so, so true yeah, just all these thoughts were always in my head when I was young, and they still are today because I'm not where I am, where I want to be yet. But if I, you know, if I stop working, if I don't continue doing what I do, well, I'm never going to get there. So, 
yeah, those are just my thoughts on a daily basis. <laughs> yeah, that, that makes that makes so much sense. And I feel like for a lot of business owners, us included, like the important thing is the freedom, right? Like we want to get the money. So then we have time to do whatever else we want to do. Right. Because at the end of the day, that's what life boils down to. But if you sacrifice your entire life for a job or something that's just like active income, then you then you can't live your life the way that you want to live. Is that is that kind of what like is that what you're thinking too? Yes, exactly. Like I always get comments on my social media saying like you're not enjoying life enough. You're going to miss out. And I'm just like, no, I'm working right now. I'm sacrificing right now so I don't have to in the future. You know, I don't believe in not sacrificing. I think at some point you're going to have to sacrifice. You know, if you're in debt, you're going to have to let go of the nice things for a few months so you know your future self can thank you. Um and then right now like if I have to sacrifice a little sleep less, but then work a little bit harder, my future self is going to thank me. Absolutely. So you have to take these little steps, you know? Yeah. And, and wouldn't you say like when you, when you work doing your own business stuff, it's, it's so much more like fulfilling. Yeah. So it's like, even though you're sacrificing, like you kind of want to do it. Like you don't wake up, you know, when you go to a job and you wake up and you're like, damn, I, I don't want to go today. <laughs> when you do it for yourself, you're like, even though it's sacrifice, it's like, it's like, you really want to do it. Yeah. And I'm a very good worker, in my opinion, you know, I get things done. So why would I do that for someone else when I can do it for myself? Exactly. Like, that's, you know? that's the whole goal. And then, and then if you're encouraged by like the ability to have freedom because you sacrifice now, right. And then if you also like what you're doing, like, I'm setting up my own stuff for myself, it just propels you even further to be like, yo, I'm going to do this. This is what I'm about. So that's, that's really, um, I like that. That's admirable. That's like, that's what we, what we want, what we want to encourage other people to do. Like mm -hmm. if you're giving up your time at a job that that's not fulfilling to you, you could easily switch. Like today's in this world that we live in right now, it's like the best time to be in business. Like, yeah. I feel like people don't understand that enough to invest, to be in business. Yeah. Like there's just so much stuff going on and, and, and I'm, I'm happy that we're a part of it. Um, question for you. Uh, you, your first, your first business is a grocery store, correct? I've had a few businesses. I mean, I don't know if like drop shipping stores are considered a business, but I did learn quite a bit. <laughs> um, yeah, I did learn quite a bit from that. I didn't make like, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars, like all these people are claiming on the internet. Um, <laughs> I did, I, I didn't lose money though. I just, I did break even. So that's pretty good. Um, and then I had also a clothing store okay. online, which would, which did decent. It didn't, you know, explode overnight. I did work on it really hard. Um, but those were my first businesses. And then I eventually opened the grocery store. Okay. So what, what, and first of all, breaking even in business, that's still considered a success. Cause you, mm -hmm. if you, if you make that bold move to jump into it and, and, and start something, you learn all these skills while you're doing it. Um, hundred percent that's what we did when we started it was drop shipping yeah. it was we also had a clothing brand like yeah we, we had a lot of, of stuff that we broke even or lost yeah but that helped us when we jumped into the next business so it, was yeah. really it gives you like it, it just gives you skills and ability to go into the next thing knowing like okay that didn't work so let me try this so so that's really good um the grocery store what was the idea behind that like why did you decide a grocery store when you could have picked like a thousand other things 
So here's the thing. When I was drop shipping, I was looking for trending products. I was looking for products that are needed right now. And also I tried the basics, you know, iPhone cases and all that. Yeah. But I was like, these are not necessary in the sense that people don't need iPhone cases. People don't need clothes. I mean, yes, we do. But in the sense that it's not always in need, right? There's a pandemic. People are not going to go shopping for clothes. So, you know, I'm thankful for these dropshipping stores and all that because it led me to my grocery store, which is a business that could run well, good days or bad days. Yeah. You know, and that was my thought process. There's a curfew going on in Montreal right now. And so many businesses are suffering from it because, you know, you close at 7 p.m. Yeah. When do people have time to go shopping, you know? Yeah. However, people will all make always make time for grocery shopping. You know, you need to eat. Yeah, so that was my thought process. I wanted my first business to be safe. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not saying that, you know, Amazon Fresh can't, you know, take over my business. I'm not saying that, but I'm just saying for the time being, it feels safe. I'm next to, you know, huge stores like Walmart. Um, What's the other one? Metro, which is a really big chain grocery store. I'm next to all these stores, but I carry like very specific ethnic products that they don't have. Mm -hmm. So that's what I wanted. I wanted to be in need good days or bad days. I wanted the business to be able to be run by itself. So right now I don't really go anymore. I have people running it um so that was my goal behind the grocery store and but the number one thing for me is for me to have a system and for me to just never go (laughs) okay so it's it are you you set it up so it's passive for you is that how it works yeah so as of this week I did not go once I'm gonna go maybe today um last week I went four or five times the week before I went the full week so I'm slowly you know gradually letting it go um, yeah, my goal is for it to be a system. I learned that from Rich Dad Poor Dad. I mean, what's the point of owning a business if you're always going, you know? That's that's so true. And that's that's pretty incredible that, you know, you learned that at, at a young age. Um, just to give you an idea, I'm 24. I'm 20, turning 25 tomorrow. And then Kusha's tomorrow? Yeah. <laughs> <Gosh>. <laughs> Happy early birthday. <laughs> Thank you. And Kusha's how? 22? 22. So, you know... We're kind of in like the same group. I mean, I'm a little bit older than you guys, but but um, it's so cool to learn that at a young age because no one really is going to go out there and like teach you that. Like you have to pick that up yourself because everyone in society will tell you like, okay, after you finish school, go get this job, do this thing for 40 years. And then like, you you know, you'll have some time. But at that point, like, you know, your bones are cracking and stuff and you're like, you know, like you hey, can't really do much. <laughs> the crazy thing for, for us, one of the biggest things that uh, we struggle with is like the like the workforce idea like just employment in general yeah like being able to give our business off to somebody to even like you know so we've always struggled with that so hearing that is, is actually is actually incredible yeah that's that's really incredible that that you're learning to systemize it like that yeah. um and mm-hmm. and I, also another thing to point out is like the idea that you had about choosing something that's like always going to be in need is like so valuable like that's how i felt my i have a company called awesome homes and i flip houses so yeah. So basically when I decided, when I finished school and I was like, I want to go in business, I was like, what's something that everyone needs? And like, it's not like this new like gadget or something that I could go out of business yeah. tomorrow. Right. So I was like real estate, like everyone's always going to need a place to live. And I also learned that from Rich Dad, Poor Dad. So, so really good stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of- I think- Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, no, go ahead. Go ahead. 
I do think that some people are meant to, you know, be entrepreneurs and, you know, have their own business. But I do think that there's also those people that prefer the structure. You know, you have your nine to five job, you close your laptop and then you're done for the day. And that's perfectly fine too. You know, I'm not saying that owning a business is all glamorous and all that. Um, you know, a lot of people, they just like to work a certain hour in the day and then be done with it. You know, if there's a headache, there's anything, it's not their responsibility. So that's also great. Um, for those people, I really recommend you get side hustles and work something on your own because your job can be replaced at any moment. Like my business can be replaced at any time by Amazon and Walmart and all that. Same goes for your nine to five job. So finding that extra security and like investing or other side hustles are definitely key in my opinion. Super true. That's, that's incredible to point out. I mean, self-awareness, biggest thing, right? Like if you know that you like this specific like structure and like you would be uncomfortable in the entrepreneurial environment, then side hustles are the way to go. And luckily right now, like there's so many side hustles that you could do. Yeah, I was, uh, what I was saying is um, a lot of people think business, like, like you were saying, is all, is all glamour, right? What would you say is like one, maybe one or two downsides to business? Like for us, the long hours is crazy, but we love it because we're passionate about it, right? And a lot of people don't realize how like below your means you actually have to live because you have to feed everything back to your business. And, and they think like on a day-to-day basis, basis, you're doing stuff that's like, you know, super fun and like the stuff you see in YouTube videos. <laughs> So what would you say is like one or two like downsides to, to running business? So first thing is you can get calls at any time, like something went wrong. Um, I got a call last week that one of our ovens, because we have an eatery inside as well, okay. and the oven wasn't working anymore. So if the oven is not working, then we can't make food. And so, you know, I'm kind of stuck. So, you know, you're in charge of that, right? It's what I was saying earlier. It's not the employee's responsibility. They just cook and leave. Yeah. So not only did I lose business that day, but I also had to get it fixed, which is not something I know how to do. So one of the downfalls is like, first of all, you can get calls at any moment and you're responsible for whatever's going on. And I would say the other thing is actually dealing with employees. Like it doesn't matter how great they are, how nice they are. We all have personal lives and something can happen. You don't come in. So then either I have to forget about my schedule, fill in and be available or manage to find some someone else. Now, luckily, these things don't happen every day, but it is a downfall that you have to always be available, always have to pick up your phone, always have to be present. Yeah. So, and I'm not, I don't hate it. I mean, I, I think it's part of, it's part of the game, right? But um, I would say that it's important for people to know how present you have to be, and it doesn't matter where you are, like you have to be available. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's one of the realities of ability. Yeah. yeah, you have. Yeah. It's when you're when you're your own boss, when you're your own, when you're in business for yourself. Um, it's like whatever happens is at the end of the day, it's like your job, like your responsibility, no matter what. So you have to be ready to take that accountability. And then on the other side of the token, like it's so good because whatever you create, whatever value you provide, and the money that comes back, that's also yours. So yeah. it's really good that you have both sides of it, right? So so you have you have to be ready for that. So apart from business, this is something that we're both really, really interested in. And you definitely are. How do you feel about cryptocurrency and all this stuff going on right now? Yeah, so crypto is moving really fast. I would say that if anybody doesn't have a little tiny portion of their portfolio into it, might miss out in the future. Um, You know, it's always better to get something, you know, in early than late, right? So of course, crypto stocks and all that, 
super important to invest in. You want to have a diversified portfolio, um, especially with Bitcoin. Bitcoin is going up like every other day at this point. I've never seen anything like this, you know? So crazy. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, if a, if a company, I don't know if you saw, but like Tesla invested, I think, what was it, a billion? Yeah, 1.5 yeah. 1. billion. And, and they made more money on Bitcoin going up than they ever made in the history of their they're, they're being in business in, in their company so so it it is super powerful stuff so anyone that's that that wants to get involved they definitely can and you shared a lot of advice on this right on on all all over social media mm-hmm. yeah so, absolutely and also how do you think um social media plays a role in all this because that's I, a good question we're we're big on like you know stepping out of your comfort zone just doing stuff and sometimes it is hard to just pick up your phone and drop an instagram reel about you know something that you're doing so how, like, what's your, what's your purpose for that? Like, what's your reason for informing people and, and doing all that on social media? So I spend a lot of time researching and learning about stuff. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like if I keep it for myself, then I'm wasting all this potential or it's like, I worked this hard for what, <laughs> for yeah. just me to be aware. Like sometimes you learn about something takes you three hours, but it just, it's going to last only 10 minutes of your life. Now, why not I share it with other people and maximize the time and effort I put into learning this thing? So that's one thing. And another thing is like, I'm generally passionate about talking about these things. Um, When I was in school, well, I'm still in school right now, but I'm talking about like two years ago. And I remember I was talking about stocks and like, nobody was like listening to me. Nobody was interested. (laughs) Everybody was like, what are you talking about? So I also needed a place to like talk about it. Yeah. And I didn't know like I was going to get that many people interested in me talking about this. Yeah. And I didn't even know there was content creators on stocks and all that up until last year when I started. Wow. Okay. That's, that's something important to highlight there because you, um, just, I just learned something right now. Like if you learn it for yourself, that's one thing, but then if you share it with other people, you're maximizing it, which is, which is incredible. Cause I'm sure like, I'm sure that, that idea of sharing with others probably even fueled you more to learn about stuff, right? Yeah. People ask me questions about stuff I've never heard. And I'm like, hold on, let me look into it and get back to you. <laughs> let me find out and then I'll get back to you. That's awesome. Because now now you're learning for yourself and helping other people, which yeah, is, that's just, yeah, that's unique. Because yeah. I, haven't I haven't heard that. Let me learn. Yeah. Teach other people. That's true. That's so true. And that's, that's actually one of the reasons why we created the podcast is because we wanted to to have conversations with other people around this kind of stuff and learn from other people and build relationships with other people. And, you know, people can listen into that and they can get their own feedback from it and learn what to do. Right. So yeah, that's, that's really cool. I like that. In terms of, um, for social media, when it comes to just, um, the way people like, you know, view any of us actually, um, how do you how do you manage that like how do you step out you know of your comfort zone and and not care what people think when you in terms of social media yeah so I've been doing this for a year now so I'm still new I'm still learning um I will say though that if you're gonna put yourself out there especially if you're a young woman of color let's not forget that um you will get a lot of hateful comments I mean it's part of you know the process yeah and then you honestly have to disregard it. Yeah. And as for, and you have to disregard and you have to have that mentality before even starting it because you will get those comments. It's normal, especially like a touchy subject like money. 
you know I've had people be like I lost money because of you that's it like no explanation nothing and I'm just like well you know I talk about a million things so I don't know what you're talking about <laughs> but it's not easy putting yourself out there but if anybody's listening right now and they want to start a podcast or whatever it is you have to ignore these comments and you just have to get out of your comfort zone because if I started talking about this three years ago when I actually started my you know learning journey then maybe I would have been in a complete different place and I didn't do that because I was too shy so it's really important to, you know, get out of your comfort zone and just start whatever it is that you want to start and stop waiting, you know? Absolutely. That's, that's important. Like, especially as a business owner and, and definitely someone that's putting stuff online, you have to be, you have to stand by what you mean. Like you have to be confident in that and you got to have the thick skin because no matter like how good you are to people or what you preach, even if you're just trying to help people, which you clearly are like, people are just gonna, you know, hating is like part of the fabric of society, you know, like, it's just, if you talk money to this many people, somebody's gonna lose money, someone's gonna say something, it's gonna happen, it's enough, yeah, you're giving them advice on, like, there's definitely uh, things that we've said on the podcast that might have not worked out for for some people, but obviously, yeah, we research, we get it from from books, we we have our own experience in doing stuff, yeah, and and it's never like a, direct fit like and it's, you can't tell somebody else to buy a grocery store and that'll work out for them you know it's like different for, yeah it's different for each person so. yeah and it, it's all free like we're just you yeah. know we're just help we're just trying to help and help bring out. bring value so it's it's important to recognize that for anyone that's listening that wants to get into the space it's like you got to know in the back of your head and it's not even for only online it's like whatever you want to do in life you're always going to have to be able to face that that like rejection or like disapproval or hate or whatever it is yeah in, yeah. in social media, do you, do you have a team or is it just, is it just you that runs it? It's just me. <laughs> oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. That's yeah. so, so on your, on your day to day, how does it look for you? Are you like constantly working? Do you have time to relax or is it like, cause you're managing the grocery store. You got uh, obviously all this content you're making, you're hopping on these kind of podcasts. So like, how does it look? So when I wake up, I tend to do whatever is most important I also have school, so generally I'm going to start with, you know, getting rid of my schoolwork. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, I have a fixed schedule at work, except this week I didn't go at all, so that was that was a blessing. Mm-hmm. Um, what I do, I make, I, I honestly, like, I used to plan everything out, like, from 2 to 3, I'm going to make content from that. No, no, no. Now I just make a list, and I'll just go with the flow, like, whatever I feel like doing. Yeah. But if I don't write everything down, like, I, I'm going to forget, and I'm not going to get anything done. Yeah, yeah. I mean, especially if you have so many things going on, you need a place to like just pump it all out, or else it's gonna. It's gonna be crazy. I think that's a common business owner thing. Yeah, it's a super common thing. And <laughs> just, do you ever have difficulty like, so like for example, for us, right? There's like so many things that we want to do and we try to do, right? Like we'll be in cryptocurrency, we'll be in real estate, we'll do e-commerce, we'll do podcasts, you know, trying to make content, like whatever, like anything, right? So like. Do you ever have trouble focusing on one thing? And like, do you ever feel bad that like, I I have so many things to focus on, I can't give my attention to one thing? Yeah, so for the longest time ever, I thought something was wrong with me because I could never focus on one thing. Like I would just, I would just get distracted. And, you know, right now, for example, with my grocery store, it's settled. And I'm like, not that I'm no longer interested in it, but I don't want to work there anymore because it's settled. Like I've done my part, like it's done. So I later discovered that I'm one of those people that constantly needs a new project. I just need to be constantly working on something new. Yeah. Um, 
there's nothing wrong with that. I don't think so, at least. I think it's good that, you know, you're showing that you have the ability to just move on to another project. The more projects you can do, the better it is. Um, but also for me personally, like, I feel like I narrowed it down. Like I had a drop shipping business, I had a clothing store, and then I stuck with whatever I felt really spoke to me and I really was passionate about. So that is a trial and error. I don't know, but I did try a lot of things to eventually, like I love talking about stocks. I love cryptocurrency. Like these are really like staples and things that I want to do in life or every day, like invest in it, talk in it, learn about it. Um, but because I tried so many things, I think I was able to narrow it down to things that I really love. That's super good. I, I feel like you did exactly what like people should do right now when they're young, right? Between 20 to like 30, you should like try as many things as you can and try to figure out like, yo, this is working for me, but this is not. So let me double down on this. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, for sure. Like I had a job at the bank and that gave me the, you know, I, I got to see like, if I would like a nine to five job, yeah. you know, if I would like having like targets of, you know, sales targets, I don't even know what they're called, but you know, you have like goals to reach every day and yeah. I didn't like it. I didn't like that I had to work from this hour to this hour. Like, what if I want to go to sleep? You know, what if I want to eat? You know, it's like the whole, like, you know, you have to ask for permissions and all that. Like, it was just, it was just not for me. <laughs> That's so true. And I couldn't agree with you more. Like, it, it all goes back to that freedom concept. Like, if you can figure out a way to create business and, and, and give yourself back your time, you can do anything you want. And that's the whole goal of right, life, right? Like, you want to be able to, like, let's say you wake up today and you're like, you know what? I want to go to the beach just go to the beach, <laughs> you know? Yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, so if you could give like one thing on like, like um, for someone that's starting, right? Like let's say someone's, let's say this person works a job and they're like, I don't know anything about business or side hustles or investing. Like where should someone start? Is it like reading books, going on YouTube? Like where should someone start? I would start by reading Rich Dad Poor Dad. Okay. because you know I've read so many books but I feel like that's the book that really goes you know step by step teaches you what business is yeah um and then uh, I would go on YouTube maybe so here's the thing with Rich Dad Poor Dad he like breaks down everything right accounting business law and all that yeah. I would like maybe spend some time researching every single topic there's not more there's not many I think there's like four main ones I can't remember them right now but I would just then focus on these four topics maybe watch some YouTube videos YouTube is so underrated like I've learned so much from YouTube it's crazy it's it's, it's so much better than school like yeah, way better than university. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So that would be step number one. Okay, cool. So, okay, so you mentioned that you you like to take on like different projects and have stuff constantly like moving around. Um, what's what's next for you? Like, what's like the next thing that you want to hit or target? I want to open another business, and I started researching. I started looking into it. I know what I want to do. But it's all because of the pandemic. Like, I don't want to start something else right now. I just feel like I would rather wait for everything to be, um, to be open again. So that would be my next project. And I also want to start producing more content on YouTube. I feel like I prefer doing that than just talking in my stories because they do expire after 24 hours, obviously. So those are two things I really want to focus on this year. That's so awesome. That's so awesome. All right, well... 
listen, we loved having you on. Uh, we appreciate all the super great knowledge that you gave. I'm sure everyone listening could take some valuable stuff from that. Like you had every reason to make excuses, like you're in school, you know, you're a woman of color in business, like all these things that you could have said, like, okay, I don't want to, I like, someone's going to say something bad about me, but instead you decided I'm going to make this work. I'm going to do what I have to do. I'm going to hunker down basically and just make it happen. So um, very admirable. Um, I think you're going to go like to great lengths and, um, and I can't wait to see you around more. Thank you so much. Thank you for your time. I really appreciate it. And best of luck to you both and to this podcast. Thank you so much. We appreciate it. Of course. All right. Yeah, pause.